Well, hello, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning into the podcast. For this episode, I get to sit down with my good friend, Mike Benz, who is a VJ and motion artist who creates visual arts and imagery for GJs and other producers. Um, hope you guys enjoy our talk. Really opened up my world on a lot of the stuff that goes behind the scenes here in the EDM scene. Hope you guys enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, I'm sitting here with Mike Benz. Say what up, man. What up? What's going on? Um, you good, man. I'm glad to have you on. We've been chatting about it for about a week or so, so I'm glad to get you on here. Um, so you are a VJ uh, visual creator. I don't know if that's the correct term. I know VJ, you were telling me, you were telling me before. Yeah, but um, to give people an idea, what you do is you, you, you have your... So your Instagram is uh, Trippy Tapes, which is how I found you correct yeah and um is that like your vj name your visual creator yeah. name and yeah. I'm, I'm only calling it a visual creator because a lot i didn't know the name the, the uh, term vj until you told me so yeah. for vj and i'm saying visual creator because so people understand that you create the visuals that we might see on that that are on screen during a dj set or something correct. like that so the correct term is vj yeah, so VJing is uh Yeah, tell me about it, man. <laughs> VJ like VJ would be like the name of the person that's like mixing the visuals on screen. Okay. So that's like and then like VJing is like the art form. So it's like same thing as like DJing. You know, it's like DJ who's DJing. So there's somebody that is and again, I don't know much about this this whole realm and this whole world, but I think it's freaking awesome. So there's somebody that is um doing the own like moving the visuals how they're supposed to move yes. to the music and stuff at the same time the dj is up on stage doing the music essentially yes. i did not know I, that i did not know this either up until like two maybe two and a half years ago and when i found out what vjing was it was like just shocking to me i remember i was at uh summer camp music festival and i think it was uh we're going to see the artist Eprom. For anybody out there that knows who Eprom is. I knew who Eprom is. Okay, cool. Dope as shit. <laughs> uh, but they were like, somebody somebody had brought up the like, oh yeah, like um, something about like VJing. Or I was like, and it had never even occurred to me at the time. Right. Like that yeah, was I a thing. I didn't know it was. Like, yeah, I learn, was like. Learn oh, about like, it right now. <laughs> right, right. You'd think that there's like. Either it's like some pre-recorded thing. Most people like like if you're like me, I don't even like think about it. But uh, once I found out about it, I was like instantly intrigued for life. Yeah, you know? I, I'm now I'm like thinking about all the big DJs that I know and can think of, and what like I, the biggest one that comes to mind visualizes excision, and yeah. so he's got somebody that is what sitting in the like sound booth area, yeah. and yeah. they're. They're on the, are they on a computer? Or are they on a, they have their own, how yeah, does that so work? I can, actually, I had it right next to me. Um, so yes, they're in the sound booth. So usually in the sound booth, you have like, um, obviously for bigger shows, it like differs, you know, mm -hmm. really big productions, like a ton of fucking guys. In there. But um, there's almost always like a guy who's controlling the lights. Right. And right. software itself. But all that is like done live, basically. Okay. And then um, there's like, you know, the sound guy who's like checking the levels for everything, tweaking everything. And then there's 
you know, either one VJ or two VJs or however they have it set up. But um, so I, I use a I use an APC forty, which is um, very similar to like a lot of uh, producers and DJs use the APC forty two. Gotcha. Just for triggering clips and doing live performances. So a lot of guys use different tools. Some guys don't really have a very basic setup. Um, but yeah. So I mean, you're up there like twisting. I didn't really see the full board. I know you just put it up. Yeah. But um, so but, you have like buttons and knobs you're hitting to cue a certain visual or way it moves yeah. or something like that. Is that correct? Yeah. So uh, the, the interesting thing about like BJing is, uh, I mean, it depends, but usually when you're seeing visuals, uh, it's not like you're always just like seeing like one visual. A lot of the times these are layered on top of each other. And that's kind of how they're like mixing things in and out of the show. Okay. So very similar okay. to how like uh, you know DJs have decks. Right. DJs right. also have decks. Sometimes they have two visuals going together. Sometimes they just have one. Sometimes they have five. So yeah, then, you're, uh, you're layering to get a certain like movement of the visual. Like you're, you know, someone certain will, look. Oh, yeah. Certain or look movement. or look or uh, movement. But yeah. Yeah, and then obviously there's all uh, all different types of effects that are also like layered on top of that, which can be controlled with the knobs or with uh, different sliders. So um, yeah, I mean every everyone does it differently, right? Right. But I think that's what kind of makes it cool is that like uh, you know people have their own different style and uh, it's like know, a it's a whole art form within itself in the yeah. whole that 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 unfortunately you don't get as recognized I guess as um the artist itself but you're at least part of that team and you're making your own art form that goes with what their art form is it's kind of cool yeah. i mean the, i mean obviously uh, visuals are now a huge thing in the industry yeah. i think that's been very apparent i think almost in like the last two years i feel like a lot of uh a lot of festivals now are like bigger screens yeah uh, like a lot of them at first i feel like the first couple ones i went to had like a lot more like lights and they had a lot more of almost like panels they had you know separated screens yeah. and stuff like that and then i feel like in the last year and a half two years it seemed like everyone was getting like bigger screens like giant you know big one big screen or three yeah. big screens behind somebody so it's like there's a more uh yeah. more visuals being seen than than yeah, before totally it's definitely like more of an emphasis on the show to have like good visuals and a lot of like it was really interesting when i first started um there's different ways like based on how how the shows go down but a lot of the big uh djs that go on tour or producers yeah. like they have their own dj with them right that's what i thought you were yeah it's kind of what i figured you were saying is they're, they're having somebody that is full-time like their yeah vj the entire time yeah and but in the smaller shows a lot of times like um, it won't be, you know, for smaller gigs, it'll mm -hmm. be like whoever's putting on the show will hire a VJ who will do like the whole night. So you're like, yeah, so at like, um, like at a club or something, somebody is doing like an EDM club, someone's hired out to do the whole night, like all five DJs or something like that. Yeah, for like smaller, mm -hmm. smaller productions, totally. And then it, what's really interesting is like, you know, so it's a great way to, uh, especially for the VJs, because then you, you get to try out your own material, you know, for different acts. Oh, see, I never thought about that. So there's like, 
a whole world of you're making it to the top in a sense too. So you're you're starting out just like any DJ or producer uh, at like a club, and you're doing a club for a whole night, and you're getting your and then you know someone might go, hey, I liked your visuals a lot. I'd like you to start you know only doing it for me, and then as you progress, yeah. you can buy more software. I'm assuming and buy more you know different. I don't know what I don't know what. So what is it? That's let's. I'll lead into that then. What is it that you guys are? I'm sure it's some form of software or something that you're using to create your visuals. Um, are there different levels to that? Are there different things you can like buy to make it you know better yeah. and get it bigger and better? <laughs> yeah, totally. So um, the the main software people are using to do the actual DJing itself. So like I always said, like mixing, like mixing the visuals to the audio. Yeah. Most people are using Resolute. Say that again. I couldn't hear it. Resolute. Resolute. Yeah. So R E S um, O L U M E. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Um, so mo- that's how most people are doing, like mixing at a live show. Now, some people. Uh, so Resolute has like built-in like uh, sources that you can use to actually like create the visuals mm-hmm. so you can t- you know take something starting as a, a laser and then you put on a series of effects to that you set up different controls to sync them to music um, and you, so you can build you can build the visual a visual in resolution like with the sources they have built into the software to create stuff gotcha um, but a lot of people will uh, use like um, you know Cinema 4D, Blender. Um, that's like there's like 3D uh, animation sources to build individual vi- visuals in there, and then they you know put them into Resolution. So they usually build out like loops, called like DJ loops. Okay. And then um, that's like when the craziness really begins because people start layering those loops on top of each other, and you know putting on effects to those. So, um, yeah, those are, obviously there's another one like. I don't, I'm going to butcher it, but it's like synthesia is okay. I think how you say it. And uh, you can make some super fucking sick. There's a sick stuff and there's a guy, Sigmatel Visuals, who makes some dope ass fucking stuff. Synthesia. So, we, yeah, that's crazy. So, so like when you mentioned like layering a certain visual, like, you know, for you gave the example, like you have a laser and then you can do all these different sources to it. What is it that so like kind of dumb it down almost for me in the sense of like, so you can layer it so that the laser like what, like goes in a, you know, does a loop, it does like a swirl or something like that. uh, Basically you start like animating parameters. Okay. Uh, So say I have, um, I'm trying to DJ a song that's like, like 120 BPM. Okay. I can take, I can animate the size of the, the laser to like expand, let's just say like expand in width to match the speed of the song. So, you know, if it's like a pumping kick drum, it will like expand. Uh, okay, okay. And uh, stay in sync. And that's just, I mean, obviously, uh, a lot of people use like different mirror effects. Um, Resolume has like these great, uh, like they're called uh, linear cloners. So you clone whatever object you're using, you know, break it up into like a thousand pieces. Uh, Obviously, like color is a huge part of it. So uh, the thing I actually love about Resolume is like animating um, like different color parameters. So you can set up things so that like you're animating. Let's just say you just want the kick. 
right? So like every time you hear the kick drum, it is like it does a certain thing. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So things get really interesting when you start layering those different elements on top of each other. And so you can layer it to a specific, like you're just saying, like a specific beat drop or a specific tone. It, it can, it'll, you can get it to where it will do it only, you know, when it hears that or something like that. Yeah. So, it's yeah. A, so basically you, you have a slider for like frequency range. Yeah. And you just like you can isolate where the kick is. So the effect or whatever you're animating gets triggered at when that frequency comes through. Dang, that's fascinating. That's crazy to me. That's like crazy to me too, man. There's a whole science behind it that like I you know, I I, as a consumer, I guess, someone that goes to the festivals, as a raver, I should say, as a festival goer, you don't really think about what you're seeing on the screen just besides like Oh, wow, that's so cool. Like you just kind of sit yeah, there and you're like, dang, that was cool. And then you look at your friends and you're like, did you see that visual? Did you see that visual? Yeah. Like, and they're like, yeah, that was crazy. And then that's, that's like the extent of our knowledge on it. But right, um, right. you're blowing my mind and we're only like 15 minutes in here that I, it's like, there's just so much work that gets put into it. So how, how long does it take to say, even make the most like basic like visual i mean i've seen visuals where i think those are cool too where it's like a canyon and you're like going through the like something simple as that like you're just going you're following this thing through a canyon or something like that like how something to me like that looks i I could be wrong again but to me like something like that where you're just following a path seems almost very simple but is it i'm just curious now okay (laughs) it's interesting like so one of the things i will say is uh i used to like make music and produce music the one thing i like about visuals is like obviously obviously you can spend months yeah but it's been months on creating a scene or a series of looks within a scene make them perfect make the lighting perfect make the shadows perfect like model it mm-hmm. be just the way you want and people do that right like but you like to answer your question like you could turn around a visual in two hours if, but you only, you know, you have to know what you're doing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So does it work as in like, is an artist or a producer coming, a music producer coming to you with a song and then they're saying like, I want you to make a visual for this? Or do they, yeah. is that really how it is? It's like, here's a new song I'm coming out with in, you know, two months. Let's have it ready in two months. And then they kind of just give you the beat and, and, and all that. Yeah. I mean, kind of, yeah. Like, uh, you know, obviously people have different styles and people have their own branding. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like you have to, if someone comes to you and is like, hey, why don't you make a visual for this? Like, definitely like look into like their page and previous work that they've had, you know, their album covers or previous visuals that people have been made for them. So don't, you know, I try not to, I try to kind of do some investigating, see yeah. like what's this guy kind of about, you know? Of course, like of course. what you know, what themes or what colors am I seeing like consistently? Yeah, know your know um, your customer kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. The market, like, you know, that's the marketing in you right there, man. You gotta, yeah, it's <laughs> marketing, and it, it's one of those things where like some guys give you no like direction whatsoever, and that's almost kind of like super fun because then you're like, oh fuck yeah, like, I'm just gonna. You can just go I'm with really what your gut kind of says. And some people like might be like, hey, I really liked what you did for this person. Can you make something like that? like gotcha. a similar theme or a similar style mm-hmm. and like that's also cool because then you're like 
you know, and that goes kind of back to what I was saying earlier. Like what's really weird about visuals is like you can make a super dope visual and then like you just change one effect, right? And does just something. one parameter, yeah. one parameter you change, it looks completely different. That it's is just wild different. to me. That's just crazy. So yeah, I don't you think could you can do that with like, you know, it's, I mean, music's a little different like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it could change. I mean, yeah, it could make like a song. You take one part of a song out, it could the song could be horrible after that. People yeah, could not even yeah, want, right, people right. might not even want to see it. And and yes, yeah. it makes it like it makes it different. But at the same time, the music, the way we hear music and music is, it's like you take one thing out of it, you're changing like the whole. You yeah. Know, like, it, and it, and it could change for the worse more than likely the better part because especially with music, I feel like people hear music and they're like, "Oh, I love that song." I wouldn't totally. change anything about that song, you know, totally. maybe besides a remix. And that's different because like when you put the word remix in front of it, you kind of expect like, okay, this is going to be different. <laughs> like, yeah. This is not no, going to be the same way to think about it too. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, that's like, you know, people do that with visuals too. They're like remix the other stuff, you know, or someone sends you a loop and then you're like, okay, I put on a couple of different small tweaks to this and it's completely its own, you know? Yeah, so. that's awesome. No, I just think it, like I said, to me, like it's just its own art form. Uh, VJing being its own art form is now like a whole new game changer for me because I've never heard, never again, like I look at it and I'm like, that's cool. And now I'm like, there's way more behind the screen I'm seeing that's being yeah. put into it. I mean, it could might, like you're saying, it could take somebody two hours and they could put up this crazy visual and we're like, Oh uh, yeah, that's cool. And then they could take two months, and we're like, "Oh my god, that was a that was crazy." Yeah, yeah, right, totally. And like, uh, like back when you were saying, like, all visuals are not the same, you no. know. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's totally different levels. So I'm not trying to like minimize it, where it's like, you know, oh, it it only takes two hours or two days. Like, if you're trying to make, you might be you're trying to make something for somebody, and you really want to add, like, it basically all comes down to like level of detail. You know, right, like, right. But what kind of detail you want to put into it? Um, but even like getting back to like what you were saying earlier, and I only bring this up because it was like, I also it was like super curious about this when you see like fly throughs. Yeah, you know? yeah, okay, okay. Like, how, like what the fuck? Like that's how I was when I first saw. <laughs> I was like, what, like what the fuck is this? Like how are they doing? Is this is, this, is there a drone? Like, like what's going on here? But um, what's really interesting, especially like I first figured this out in After Effects, now I'm kind of seeing it being used in Blender, is uh, the way that like when people are like doing animations or whatever, it's like, like you set up cameras within the scene. So like you set up a camera. Okay. And then the camera moves through the scene. If that makes any sense. I, so it's probably it, hard to like. Yeah, it's hard to visualize. I'm trying to picture to, it out. Yeah. Like, so it's like so like uh a, a picture of let's just do the canyon thing because that's very i feel like that's very easy to yeah. comprehend and visualize so i can yeah. a picture of a canyon you know two walls a canyon yeah. and then you can have a camera go through the bottom of the canyon yeah so this would sense. be like a, let, say you have a still image yeah. right mm-hmm. and you want to be like moving towards that image a really oh, simple yeah, yeah, way, to way to do that it. okay is just like have the it basically makes zoom. Yeah, yeah. It locks yeah. in. It locks in on like a point, and it yeah. fixes itself in as it's getting closer yeah. to the point you wanted it to go to. Is that kind of yeah? yeah. And then what? What it's really like 
So that's just like what a still image would be, would just be like zooming in. Mm -hmm. But things obviously get really freaky when you're making 3D models. So like when you're zooming through a canyon or something, like someone has made some 3D obstacle and then you're like, you know, going through. And then people obviously layer masks on it to make it look like certain environments. So, so. now you've got me thinking of like, so these visual VJs are almost like they're building, like, like they could... They're like the building blocks of almost like a virtual reality. Totally. To an extent. Are there, or is it really... A great way to think about it. Is it... Now, do those jobs go hand in hand? I don't know anything about VR or anything like that. But from what yeah. you're describing, it almost seems like yes, because you're... Like you say, there, there's, there's visuals you see that are 3D models. And yeah. that's no different than if I put goggles on and saw, you know, visuals of something going around me. It, it's... Hmm. So, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like the building blocks of virtual reality in a sense. Exactly. That's so the screening, well, like what we're seeing on the screen would be almost like a 2D version of it in a sense with some aspects yeah. of 3D. And then I know they've started, what, then 4D is where it seems almost real, like you're fully encompassed in it in a sense. Yeah, it's really like it's like the illusion of, 3d you know because it's like like i remember right. going to see uh like when they used to put movies in 3d back in the day yeah yeah, yeah. and they would use certain things on uh it's like it's like magic when you're a little kid you're like what the fuck are they doing this? right yeah uh, <laughs> still magic but, uh, to some of us <laughs> yeah no totally totally <laughs> totally um but yeah it's like that that's like really cool part it's like it, it gets into this weird realm of like it's like virtual reality and like, uh, you know, it, it's sort of like kind of it's like illusions, you know, it's not, you know, you know, you're looking at a 2D screen, right? Right. You know that. But does it feel like you're flying through a canyon? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. It's very, I, I mean, it, it is such an art form when a, a visual can take a person that's in the crowd to another place or, or they think that this is, you know, they're like, some visuals look so real. You're like, holy crap. Like this is good. Yeah. You're like looking around like, is that, you know, like I said, you've had times where like you're with your friends and you're like, okay, did anyone else see what I just saw? Right. Like <laughs> it's yeah. crazy to me. Um, yeah. For anyone who's like, really, I just have to, uh, if you're, if, if you're even like semi interested in this, like go look at, like you can look up like Beeble, Luke's. If you know who Beeble is, no, I'll uh, go look at him I mean, right after this. There's so much, <laughs> especially if you, if you're really interested in like the 3D and like 4D stuff. Like you can even just look up on Instagram like Cinema 4D. You just go on that hashtag and see what people are making. CD 4D and like Blender. Um, those are like the two programs that people just like. I mean, I I have only been in, involved in this in like for like two years, and it's just, it's a I'm such a fan of it, you know, so it's like it's so cool to even be like involved in it, starting yeah. to like, yeah, even just being like semi involved and like work, working for small DJs and mid-level guys. It's like, how, how can you not want to like just like keep doing this because you see the crazy art people are making and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, you <laughs> like, see something you're so like, I want to make something like that or yeah, yeah. it kind of like feeds off of it. That's good, though. Yeah. I mean, to me, that tells me you found something you're very passionate about. You're seeing, you found something that now, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like we were talking about, we both work other jobs, we're doing some other stuff. Yeah. 
but we have a passion at heart. And it's like, when you find that passion, you're almost like, you just want to do it all the time. Like you, you're just like, right. I, I want to like keep, work. yeah, it doesn't feel like work. I mean, that's, and that's the goal uh, of anyone. I mean, you find that passion and your work becomes play and you, cause you don't miss, you don't, you don't feel like you're missing out on anything. Like you're, right. you're sitting there at night. I don't know about you. Maybe you're on a Friday night and you're doing some VR, you know, um, VR. Yeah. I'm sorry, VJing. I'm about to say virtual reality. VJing <laughs> stuff. And you're making stuff and you're in the next thing you know, you're like, crap, it's 2 a.m. And I'm and I totally forgot to go meet my friends out. Oh, well, it's like, whatever. I'll just keep exactly. doing this. <laughs> and if you're not careful, like you will lose your friends. Like you will be so zoned in. To like, wait, I, I forget who said this, but um, I don't know, it's probably like Tony Robbins or something. But they, uh, they said that like like a way to think about like happiness is like doing something that you're like something that you enjoy and you're like extremely focused on. So it's kind of like I think people call them like flow states, mm-hmm. something. But it's that's like totally like where you want to get to a point where you're just like so in the zone of like what you're doing that like you're in the thing, you know. And I'm yeah. sure I'm sure musicians have, that's like why you know. I feel so like. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's something. I mean, I, again, I almost feel like for you to make it to the level of some of the biggest musicians, you have to have it. I mean, to 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 not be obsessed with it and not want it. I mean, if you think about like the people that are, you know, there's very successful people in every industry, but like you, and they they're successful because it's like that's it. It that's you know, that's what they want to do and that's all they want to do. And they're not going to stop until it gets, until they're at that top level. And yeah, yeah, but that's, but again, they love it. So they don't see it as hard work. I mean, someone has like a famous saying of like, you know, how are you going to, how are you not enjoying your job? Going to beat me enjoying my job doing it 24 seven. You know, you're going to go and work eight hours a day and get your paycheck. But I, love it i live and breathe it all day how are you how do you think you're gonna beat me like right. <laughs> not, not in a cocky way yeah. but it's true right it's like it's definitely becomes like the most important thing because you're like it's not, it's not even about the money like i'd be doing this for no money like even if i wasn't getting paid to do this i'd still be spending all my time yeah it. i'm just enjoying i'm just enjoying the ride i'm yeah. just enjoying the the game of it yeah. um i mean that's how i feel i love I love talking to people on this podcast. I love just getting to know, like I say, this whole podcast for me is about like having guests on that otherwise, you know, you don't hear from and you would never think about what they do. Like for for your instance, I don't know anything about this world, but I've been amazed at this conversation and I love where this has gone because I'm like, holy crap, there's just so much more to learn from you as a person on what you do and your a career that you have with it because there's just so much different moving pieces that we don't know and i'm like i want to bring that stuff to life so people can see like wow there's more to this than i thought or there's more to that than i thought and oh i've never heard it from this dj before but this is what they're really about like that's that's what i'm about i love it i love coming here and just talking it's just great (laughs) there's nothing else to it you're very good at it (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) i'm glad to hear that at least i'd be bad if i wasn't good at it wouldn't be going pretty far (laughs) (laughs) but i i went off on a tangent but i mean my point of that was like i love it to the point where i mean i'm not getting paid for it right now i just like doing it i like coming here and talking for an hour an hour and a half two hours fucking three hours who cares i just love it and then 
next thing you know, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get going. <laughs> like, right. And that there is like, like there is a difference with that, right? Because I think there's some people, like, I mean, I honestly, I kind of thought this is how I was with like making music, mm-hmm. where like in like I was in it. It was like you know whether it was like VJing or sorry uh, DJing or like making music, like it was so stressful. And I was like, so like, I remember like going on stage a couple times and like, it just, I, like, I was not having a good time. I thought, I thought this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. I, I liked parts of it, but like, if I'm being honest, it was like, it was like work. And I think like, I yeah. built up this thing in my mind where I was like, oh, this is, this you know, this I is what do. I want to do. Right. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude. If I, if I don't want to be doing this on a Friday night, you know, if this is work to me, if it's annoying for me to set up all my stuff and start working on it, it's like, it's not for me. And I'm, I'm yeah. now I'm lucky that like I did that because there's no way I would have gotten to DJing if I didn't, if, yeah. even if I was like mm-hmm. semi-successful DJing or as like producer, there's no way I would have got it. I would have kept going down that path. Yeah. Like, thinking it was good. And then. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that's something that's so cool to look back on is your path throughout your career in life, in a sense. I mean, like, I can look back at stuff and be like, you know, like, and, and I'm only 22, but I can go back and look at some things and be like, oh, see, if that didn't happen, yeah, I wouldn't have been here. And it's so hard at times when you, like you're saying, you might think you want to do something and you're gun ho about it. And then you're in it and then you're like, I'm not enjoying it. And at the time you're like, what am I doing? Like, you know, you have that yeah. moment of like, what did I do? But then, you know, five years pass and you look back and you're like, like exactly what you said. You're like, if I didn't get into producing music, I would have never gotten to this point where I found yeah. that I really like doing the visual arts. Yeah. And it's crazy to me. Um, I don't know if everyone has that where they look back on their life and you're like, oh, whoa, this and this added up to this and this. And it's like, right. Yeah, I did. Like, I would have never known, but here we are. Like, and, um, right. I, so it's good to try stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. Especially, especially at our age and even younger. I mean, just get out there and, and try what you can because, yeah. like you're saying, you're just good to try it because you either, one, you find out you don't like it, two, you yeah. find out, I, yeah, it's okay. I don't mind it. Or three, you freaking love it, and you like just same thing. You just go gun ho about it. I mean, yeah. it's it's yeah. Like I say, it's just funny to me to look back on some things and be like, wow, this is how I got to where I am right now. And who knows what's yeah. gonna happen in the future? But you're like, all right, I'm here right now, and I'm loving it. Right. But I'm right. here. Yeah. It's a good spot to be in. Yeah. So on that note, how did you get into VJing exactly? You mentioned that it was from your producing. So yeah. give us that story about how you got into it, man. So, uh, I mean, I forgot if I said this or not, but I was at Summer Camp Music Festival. Yeah, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in Illinois. Um, and like somebody, somebody, somebody brought it up. You know, it was a very similar thing. Like how I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like somebody. <laughs> Somebody's mixing these visuals right now. Like I, I did not even occur to me. This is a thing. Um, and then so I had, I had a little bit of like you know whenever I would make records like with my friends and shit like mm-hmm. making the cover art for that and uh, I, I do a little like design work for my job. Um, so I had some like experiences in Photoshop and stuff like that. So I was like I was always like interested in design 
but it's a similar thing. It's like when you get into graphic design too, it's like, you know, everyone thinks that you're like, oh, I can do this. And you're like, oh my God, it's so fucking hard. It's so <laughs> easy to like get pushed away. Right. It's like when you start using something like Photoshop or something, you're like, like why, why does it work this way? Like who made this? Like why, why when I click on this button, it doesn't just, you know, erase just or do it, right? or whatever. <laughs> like it's so frustrating. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the nice thing was, is once I heard about VJing, I knew I, I had so many producer friends that like were, were DJing and I knew like, you know, just because I was doing social media at the time, I was like, oh man, like, wouldn't it be cool to like make stuff for them? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you look at it the other way, you're like, I could get, I could do the same thing as them. Or maybe I could work with all of them. (laughs) Yeah, and it it also goes back to like, uh, like the the, the, one of the things that's really sick about it is like, when if I can I can make something for you that helps you in your career and it helps me at the same time, right? Like it's like the perfect perfect world. You know, because you're giving something somebody they really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. It's like like, oh my god, like this is so cool. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's like. But yeah, so I was definitely like, I, you know, I was doing social media at the time for work. So I understood like the importance of content. Oh, yeah. It's like how it used to be crazy, you know? Yeah. So like, you you know, I listen to uh, Gary Vaynerchuk all the time. I love Gary V. He's, he's, the, homie, yeah. he's the, the homie, the man. I've talked about him a few times on here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, I was listening to him like, I remember when he was like, yeah, like you should be posting 90 pieces of content a day. 90 pieces of content a day like oh my god even what? yeah what? i mean <laughs> even but, now uh, even now when when i hear that and i and i and uh he had that one thing he released pretty like maybe a few months ago the 64 pieces of content a day and like a breakdown oh, of like how to do yeah. it and i remember yeah. looking at that and i was like i was like all right like i got <laughs> i got an excuse that yeah. he just broke it all down now now can i do it all not really. I I mean, yeah. I try to put out again as much as I can, but he is on to something. At least, yeah. At the gist of what, not to take away from what you were saying, but the gist of it uh-huh. is like just put out as much as you can. That's all he was really yeah, trying to say. As much as you can, and you're you're almost never doing as much as you probably like should be. Yeah. And right. I think the thing he's also getting on is like, like the platforms aren't built to post like one project a month. No, not at all. I think yeah, and I think that's like the main takeaway from what he's saying he's he's you know obviously he he can put out 90 pieces yeah. of content a day. he could put out 145 because he's got right. a team at least the way i view it and exactly. people might disagree but he's got a team built around him where as long as he's saying stuff they're capturing it and then they can just do what they want with it and he right. might say like oh i want you to put that in this and this and this but he's not physically sitting he he used to definitely sit and do it himself now he's got a team and right. i see that and i'm like yeah, but the, like you're saying, the main goal of what he was trying to say is just put out as much as you humanly can. Right. And if you're only putting out one or two, you're not doing enough. Like exactly right. what you're saying. Totally. So I'm sorry, yeah. I went on a tangent about no, it. No, go, no. Keep going. So, uh, you, you, yeah. You got me. Yeah. You got me riled up. Talk, I'm ready to go. Yeah, talk about. We should do a whole episode just on Gary. Okay. Why not? Maybe uh, we'll see it we'll, <laughs> <laughs> for both of us. But um, yeah. So I definitely knew. I was like, okay, like. I have some experience using Photoshop. Like maybe I could somehow like make content and then like combined with like hearing about like what BJ was. So I was like, okay, let me just like look it up. Like, what is this? You know, how much would it cost? 
to like download software even make this and what was nice about it was just like everybody like you know searching on reddit or wherever i was searching everyone's yeah. like resolute like it was like hands down it was not like competition between programs that's to good start and it's like resolute like start using resolute so i was like okay got it and then the nice thing was is resolute like anybody can download it and uh they have like anyone can download, and you have full access to the program wow nothing's hidden it's not like you don't have certain features full access and basically all they do is they they force this like resolute watermark that comes up like every i don't know like eight seconds like enough of it <laughs> to be like annoying as fuck like you know you're like i gotta get this thing off yeah um so i was able to like play around in it and uh start like making things and the nice thing was i was like so, it was so amazing to even just layer videos on top of each other and even just put in like sim- simple mirror effects so i was like downloading i wasn't downloading i was like ripping videos of like planet earth and uh you know just like putting like weird yeah, like just... uh, you know inverted would... like the inverted rgb effect i would love to see some of those early down. visuals it, you did man yeah like it was and i was like oh fuck man like i can make this tiger i can give him four heads like sweet like let me export this um so it was definitely i was definitely hooked like within like the first week but it was it cost like i think i paid somewhere around like 500 dollars to get to buy buy the program and i remember thinking like i was like oh like should i do this like is this something am i like Am I really gonna pay like five hundred? Like, if I if I buy this program, I better start doing like, it. Like, I better use it. I better use it. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy fuck! Like, I, you know, I don't have a ton of money here, so I remember. But I always kind of knew in the back of my head. I was like, whenever I make these decisions, like whenever I like, whenever I bought something or you know whatever it was, I was always happy that I did it. Like, I was never like, I never yeah. was like, oh, I can't believe I bought that controller or whatever. <laughs> um, so I did it and. Yeah, like instantly I was taking like my buddy's songs, like one of my um, best friends, little plug, Yoke Me Down on Instagram, he makes like dope ass fucking music. He had shared like Dropbox file with me, which is like a ton of his music. And so I just started like making stuff like almost every day for his music. And what was nice was like, you know, he had a lot of, he had a lot of different songs in that Dropbox. So I was kind of able to like experiment like super quickly. And I immediately, I just, first I just made the Instagram account and I was like, okay, like I thought I'd come up with some cool like looks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just like post it. But I really didn't think I was going to, cause I didn't have like any followers at the time. And I posted a few and I was like genuinely shocked at like, you know, I didn't get a ton of likes, but I got some and I was like, okay, I am like all in here. <laughs> so then That's I, I kind of awesome. kept working at it and every day I would just like, make visuals and either from my friends or just like for random people and just post them in small clips. And yeah, I was like, I was totally hooked at like, it did just the progression. Yeah. You know, within like the first couple of days I was able to do some simple stuff. Yeah. And then probably within like the first couple of weeks, I started using those sources that we talked about to like actually like build your own unique content, like from scratch. And uh, yeah, it was just like, I never was like looking back. It's like, this is perfect. 
That's and see, that's just a great feel when you like are on yeah. a roll with it. Especially like I mean, I don't know about you, but when I'm doing podcasts and I'm like putting out podcasts, I'm like if I put out I'm putting out one on schedule like I want and I'm putting them out every week like I want, I'm like this is awesome. Like, it's just a great yeah. feeling. You're like, this thing's moving. Like, the the, the yeah. machine is moving and I'm enjoying it. And you're just along for the ride because you're just loving it. Um, totally. Did you, we were, so we were trying to talk about content and all that. Have you, I know on your Instagram, uh, Trippy Tapes, plug that in right there, everybody. Trippy Tapes, check them out. Um, but um, I know you put on your Instagram, you have visual, you have videos of your visuals and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you thought about using, um, or do you already have a TikTok or anything like that that you already been using? Yes. TikTok is by far my biggest platform. Really? Okay. I did not yeah. know that. I'll make sure to follow you on on the uh, on the TikTok. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's good. Good. I was gonna say because there's yeah. so many people no, that I I probably focus the most on my TikTok. I think Just that's where you. I mean, again, they, they tend to have the most potential growth, organic growth. Um, yeah as you know from Gary V. Um yeah. so I don't have to say anything you don't know. But right. it's it's if you've been listening to one Gary V video, you have a TikTok. Yeah, anything recently. No yeah, way yeah, you're yeah. yeah. I'm I'm personally trying to figure out how to do it for mine, but I'm working yeah. on it. And it's 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 weird because I use it well I also use it as a video editor. So you've seen my Instagram. Like I told you my Instagram is yeah. where the majority of my stuff is coming from right now. And I use like TikTok for my festival videos because I can put a caption on it. I can put a caption on the video and then it yeah. goes and then it can go away if I want it to. So then it's just right. a video. But I've been using that for TikTok and nothing really. TikTok's not really meant for festival videos like that. So if you go to my page, like the festival videos don't really catch on unless it's like a really, really good one where people are like, whoa, that's nuts. Sure. Very rarely catches on. But um, sure. I digress. It's great for editing. Even alone, alone totally. TikTok is good for editing. Totally. Um, but yeah, that's good. You got start. You, you love yeah. it. You're loving what you're doing, man. That's all that freaking matters. Yeah. Um. So, have you had any of your friend? Have you? What's it like to see your visuals up on screen? That's probably the better question up there because I'm sure you've had, like you say, you have a few DJ friends in your area and stuff yeah. like that or whatever that you're you're letting them use. I'm assuming. Yeah. So it's it's kind of sucked because like because of the whole pandemic, you know, like yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, like mo- mo- more of my stuff has been used on social. It's kind of hard to tell, like when you send stuff to guys, like if you're not at the show. But I did a show um, right before the pandemic happened. This guy, impulsive. So I spent like I don't know a couple of weeks just like fucking around with his logo and stuff, and just like coming out with different looks, putting on like super weird goo effects. And he's a rapper, so that was that was weird within itself because it's like oh wow, totally different way of mixing. It's not as much like flashiness or strobe yeah. like that. It's more of just like like just cuts, you know, in between like the main sections of the song. But uh, it was definitely like that was like I was like a more of a legit show to do, and uh, it was very like it was very like nerve wracking to do it um live because it's like it's not like we're just like sitting back and like just like watching your visuals on screen oh you had to do it that's right we just talked about that so you had to do it live for somebody but okay so how was that i i totally forgot we just talked about that no it's it's all good man i get how it's like it's very confusing um but yeah it was like i i was really like enjoying myself doing it i was like so much more so than when i was djing where i just felt like i was like super 
nervous all the time mm-hmm. and just like uncomfortable. But it was nice because I had I had time to prepare. Right. You know? So I think that's a pretty big thing that like to have the um and to go up on stage as a producer, I mean, it takes some guts to get, you know, so I know so many, yeah. I know people that had used to have stage fright and they had to get over it. Or there's DJs like Borgor where he's like, I got a drink before I go on because I'm like <laughs> nervous as fuck to go up there. And like yeah. you're saying that too, like, yeah, it was, was kind of weird getting up there with the crowd and like everyone's staring at me and the music's playing. Some yeah. people like, I think that's hysterical too is uh, I had buddies were telling me like, or some of the people, someone I interviewed was saying like, they, somebody told them like advice, like don't, you know, don't look at your friends. And so he was up yeah. there like ripping some wubs and he like looked over and his friends were just like, like staring at him and he like made eye contact with them. He was like, and then it was weird because like I made eye contact and I'm thinking like, oh, they're staring at me. Like, oh, this person's yeah. staring at me. Whereas totally. VJ and you're in the back kind of, you're the sound booth area yeah. and you're just like, you're just, you're just doing your own thing. You could be up there like yeah. ripping it and no one's knowing you're just a, enjoying the fuck out of it totally man there's way less pressure yeah i bet (laughs) like i also like i know like what you were saying earlier that like a lot of people are you know they're noticing the visuals but they're not even like thinking about it so they're not looking at me everyone's got their back to me uh they're, they're looking at him like performing and i'm able to just like curate the way i want to and uh yeah, it's like like we were saying you know, earlier, it it's such a unique different art form than the average person really thinks about. Yeah. It it's the way you I mean you're in a in a sense you're visually interpreting the music. Yeah. You know, in a in a cliché type of way to say that, but that's exactly what it is. You're Yeah. You're bringing this music to visualization to life yeah and that's just it's one of the coolest things out there because i mean think about the big names like again one who comes to mind is excision there are sure. so many people that i know that like you could put an excision song on and they're like the t-rex do you remember the t-rex like they know exactly paradox yeah it's that exactly yeah it's that and then he always even says he's got that visual audio experience and that's what it really is it's his it's He's got it to where his music can take on and you're picturing what's going on. Like you don't have to yeah. be at the, at the event to know. You hear a song and you go, oh, that visual is playing right now. Yeah. It's and like, even like, like what's so interesting is like, especially because I remember seeing like the paired, I think that's what it's called, is like the one that, uh, you know, he did kind of first do this like crazy T-Rex type. Mm-hmm thing i don't know if he did it at lost land the exterminate oh yeah he does that at lost land yeah it's the exterminate uh, visual it's the exterminate visual is that what it's called it will, um yeah it, it, it's it's it yeah, that's the song not, he has a really unique stage setup too which oh is like, yeah he that, goes that is an art form in itself it's like the stage setup yeah again it's just there's so much more to it than we really think like how did he get yeah. so big because he probably spent a shit ton of money on like you're saying stage setup a VJ, yeah. uh, what you know, the audio that goes into it, the lighting that goes into it, like you know, he's got this whole, totally. he's got a whole team of people helping him create curate his events, and it's something we don't think about. We just go, I just, I mean, I'm guilty of it. On my videos, I post, I'm like, look at Excision's visuals. Now I'm gonna try yeah. to find who this, who his VJ is, and give that man some credit. But, but for right. real, it's crazy to think of it. Like you're saying, the 
um, the amount that goes into it is all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like the thing that I love about it's just something that I'm really trying to dive deeper into is like, like you had this weird connection where he's like playing a T-Rex sound, right? And mm-hmm. there's a T-Rex on screen, like that level of like Sync coordination up. Yeah. is yeah. like you don't see a lot of it. And you know you can really like if you took if you took that idea, like let's just say you have like somebody who did like made some huge set with like a bunch of visuals from Africa. And if you get some DJ who's playing like super, who's able to like replicate those like sounds, you know, so they're, they're playing mm-hmm. elephant noises when you got elephants on screen and like, you know, like you just take that, <laughs> like there's, there's, there's a million different possibilities that you could go with to create like a show that would have normally been something, but now it's like completely different. You add. Right. You add the visual and yeah. the audio to come in together. Like you say, it gives people a whole different like look on the way it was. I mean, I look again. We were just talking about it earlier with this, the like kind of the evolution of how these stages have gotten to where they used to be. Like, like I think of EDC is a big example. Like sometimes EDC has these ones where they're more art oriented and they don't have screens, yeah. but then they have their other stages that are very big screens, and it's such a different. It can make an artist way more appealing with the bigger screens than it does with you know the regular art installation. It's yeah. crazy that it can affect our interpretation of the the person. Like, yeah, they played a good set on this stage, but the set on that stage was crazy good. You know? Yes, I um, think it also it also like could go bad though too. And like, I've definitely seen like like uh, I mean, I, it's all perspective, right? So certain people like different certain things, but if you course. got some DJ who's like playing a strobe at like a super high rate. Like you, you could have people fucking leave because oh, they're like, yeah. I have seizure. Because <laughs> yeah. This guy is strobing way too much, and it just becomes a distraction from the music at that point. Mm-hmm. So it's like it can go bad too. But I think most of the times it's like it adds. But uh, you know, even like I know a lot of guys like like the one thing that like I'm trying to always focus on is like really having that like that sync up. And what's really nice is like I can. Like I can bang on my ATC forty to the BPM and sync it. So I have like full control over it, right? Right. Like you know you know how to jam your head to something. Yeah. You can sync this shit. It's not like brain time. But some guys will fuck that up. And I've seen stories on people with like you've had VJs like make excuses and be like, Oh, you know, there's a delay between my controller and the screen. And, you're and like, like that, that yeah. might be true. And I'm sure it sometimes has happened where there's like some type of latency, right? That's mm-hmm. like built in. But like, even I've heard other VJs be like, well, you have to account for that. Like, and it's kind of true. It's like, well, if that if that's happening, like, bro, you better use your slider to switch up the visual at the end of the breakpoint or something. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, take okay. the syncopation off then if you can't get it yeah. synced up to that level. Like, yeah, don't blame it on. Yeah, like, be accountable. Be accountable because you can, you could just as much as you can make the show like even doper. You could fucking ruin it too if you if your visuals are totally out of whack. Music like yeah, and I yeah. bet you I could see where it gets a lot easier as you progress up in the field. Like you know, if somebody yeah. to, if you're touring with one DJ all the time, you have a pretty good idea of like I need to click this when this song occurs yeah. and when this yeah. happens. Like you, like you get almost on that same page a lot easier than you know, when you first start, I mean, that probably what distinguishes people from 
you know other VJs from other VJs is the fact that when they are working with multiple artists, they have that quick adjustment. And then a DJ will pick up on that and go, you're going to be somebody that can, one, you're doing amazing visuals, two, you're very like on your game and you can make those adjustments very quick. I want you on the team, you know, uh, at least the way I see it, like what you're saying. Yeah. You got to be accountable. (laughs) Right. So how... Have you been to any festivals or anything like that recently? I know it's a li- little bit off topic. I'm just curious, but anything crazy? Yeah. Um, or was the last one the one that you were like, I want to start VJing? I went to, I went to Lollapalooza <laughs> last summer, um, like two days, two days of Lollapalooza. And then um, I went to a summer camp last summer too. And so then where's like, summer camps in Illinois as well? Yeah, it's in like Chicago, I think is what it's called. It's like, I don't know, it's probably like an hour south, hour and a half south of Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was saying, I haven't actually heard of summer camp, so I was like, hmm, okay, yeah. I saw a clues I know. It's funny because it's like, it's, it's, a, well, it's a camping festival, and it's a cheaper one. So I feel like it's like a go-to for like young people because you're like, oh, I can. I can and afford, it's not all like EDM after <laughs> What'd you say? I can afford it kind of thing. Yeah, right. I can afford it. Um. So yeah, it's um, it's really great though because I I love camping festivals. You know, we can really like just get to know the people you're with. It's just a whole different vibe. It's a whole different vibe. I mean, I my favorite by far is so far that I've been to has been Lost Lands. Some of the few camping ones I nice. trying to think. Actually, I think that's the only camping one I've been to. And yeah, I w- I absolutely loved it. It it's it's got a special place in my heart. But it's it's a great festival. Just like you're saying, you're with your you're with your friends. You're stuck in your tents, you know, yeah. the party doesn't have to end, can end, but like there's so much to do with your group, the groups next to each other. I mean, I've, we've made some lifelong friends at the camping festivals that, yeah. you know, we sat next to and bonded for four days. They made us breakfast. We made them breakfast one morning and um, yeah. now we're just now every time we go to the Lost Lands, we're like, hey, where are you? You know, let's meet up. We got to meet up with you. Um, right. And that's, and that's just, I think, the whole rave community vibe i think that's something yeah. that i it has its bad parts there's always twitter drama or something within the edm yeah. world but yeah. um other than that it it's very much a place of where people can come together and totally. be total strangers and by the end of the week be like i miss you so much and <laughs> i'm gonna right. miss you guys and stuff like yeah. that but it's, i i completely agree with you it's like if you had to guess, if you go up to somebody at a festival, like if you're guessing, they're probably a nice person. Yeah, and especially, and, and I've noticed it way more with, um, full on like like you're like we were just saying like with camping festivals. There's I've noticed there's a much different vibe of like helpfulness and stuff versus yeah. like a festival where it's in the city and it's not just EDM, it's all towards all sorts of people coming together. There's a whole different, not, not, not that those aren't fun. Cause I love, like I've been to Buku and Buku has been amazing, but then like, there's a whole different shift of like this versus this. Totally. Um, but it's what it's all about. And then you have amazing people that work there and all that. And everyone, it's a great, it's just a great community to be involved in. Yes. Everyone should do it. Yeah, Every, I always once. say that too. At least once, go once, yeah. at least go, go one festival. Right. And, and it, if you can't get over, like, you know, I hear from people, especially like people I work with or whatever, they're like, oh, well, like, I, you know, like they can't get over the camping part. Yeah. It's like, well, for three days. 
Go if you, if go. you're like, there's something wrong with you. Like if you, yeah. And, and I think it's something like you're saying. It's something that everyone should experience once. You should go once. You should go have a great yeah. time. And then at the end of it, you know, you know, oh, I want to do that again, or no, I don't. But at the end of the day, yeah. you had that experience, and, and that's something that it's going to be an experience that you're never going to forget for the rest of your life. It's going to be right. that's how that weekend's going to go down. So right, and go with the right people. You know, I I have like there's always those people in your group that like want to go to every show. You're yeah. like. Come on. I can't go every time. Yeah. <laughs> I like, want to, but like, I can't afford for it. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, hey man, I you know, I think we've got to end it on that note. We've got to end it on a great note. You've enlightened me so much on what is going on in the VJ world. I mean, it's a whole like I said, now to me it's a whole another realm and world that I never knew even existed till today. Oh yeah. Well, thanks um, for having me on, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. We'll have to have you on again. Um First, I've got to talk more about that stuff for sure and talk about Gary Vee in Chicago. Yeah. Um, we can get him on, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get him on. We'll just tweet out. He'll do it. Record. He does that kind of shit. He probably would. Um, Trippy Tapes is your Instagram. Do you have a Twitter or anything else you want to plug in? Yeah. Uh, Trippy Tapes on um, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. And then um, my website is uh, trippytapes.org. It's Trippy like still kind of under construction, but. Hey, and uh, for everybody out there, if you need visuals, please, you can send an email to trippytapesofficial at gmail.com or just send me a DM. And we will, um, I'll make sure to plug that into um, the, what's it called? I'll make it plug it in the description. Other than that, um, if anyone likes the show, make sure you please subscribe. Thank you guys.